welcome back to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. This is Stephanie, your host. And if you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. On this podcast, we talk about five main topics, faith, finances, marriage, mindset, and health. And we are working on just becoming 1% better every single day. And we're not trying to overhaul anything overnight, not your marriage, not your finances, nothing. We are just working and trying to find that one little thing that we can do today that is ultimately just going to propel us forward. And I genuinely, genuinely believe with all of my heart that the way we stand strong as mothers and as women is to realize that we are still breathing, like we are still kicking. This is not a podcast that we are teaching our kids how to do better. I'm not teaching you how to teach your kids how to do something better. It is about waking us up as mothers and stepping into our best selves and knowing that we still have time and we still have the ability to become the best versions of ourselves. We never arrive. And that when we become this best version, that is when we organically and genuinely just overflow into our children and leave that generational legacy that we want to leave. Because those conversations, when we have worked on ourselves financially, those financial conversations with our children are going to be so much more genuine. When we have health conversations with our children, when we come from a place of like genuinely loving ourselves and becoming the best version of ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally, that is going to overflow into our children. And so this podcast is here to remind us (laughs) that we are still here and we are worth the investing um, we are worth to be invested in. That didn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. Okay. And so today, you guys, it's going to be a quick PSA uh, podcast episode, maybe not even 10 minutes long. And it's this, you guys, we have got to start having fun again. And I listen, I am saying this <laughs> knowing that the a lot of the episodes on this podcast are are not necessarily like uh, heavy, but they're deep, right? Like we're talking about like finances, we're talking about your marriage, your health, your mindset. <laughs> like we're talking about pretty deep stuff that really affect us to our core. Um, and there's some trauma, you know, in different areas and whatever else. And so typically it's a heavier conversation or it's just a little more serious. But listen, you guys, I woke up the other day and I hit the ground running, like kind of like I normally do. That's partly my personality, but I'm like, okay, you know, it's 8 a.m. <laughs> like I need to do this. I need to do the dishes. I need to do this for my business. I need to do this. What does Justin need? I need to throw a little laundry in. I need to da 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 da, da right? And my kids, if you don't know, I have four little boys. They are two, five, six, and eight. And we have one on the way in July. And we're actually moving (laughs) at the beginning of May. And so I kind of hit the ground running with all of these things in my head, this like checklist in my head of things I needed to do, the mental load of motherhood, right? And my kids were like, mom, come out. Will you come out and play soccer with me? Can we go have a popsicle? Hey, can we go to the cul-de-sac and ride our bikes? And I'm like, no, this is why you have siblings. <laughs> this is why I gave you brothers to go play with each other, right? Like go outside, kick a soccer ball. You know, we'll go to the do bikes later, maybe. And I kind of had no intention to doing because I didn't want to do that. Get all their bikes out of the garage and find all their helmets and get them all dressed and, you know, drive, go down to the cul-de-sac, whatever. We don't have like a sidewalk where we live right now. Anyways, and it's kind of this thing where I'm, you know, they've asked me to go out. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be out in a minute hoping that they just forget, right? Because I'm like, I have stuff to do. I have to make an Instagram post, <laughs> you know, but here's, you know what? I laugh at that because it sounds so stupid, but here's the thing. If you actually sit 
And all the things that are in your head that you're like, I have to do this right now, today, this hour. A lot of times it's like kind of dumb. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like legitimate deadline, which is totally fine. Um, But if you're anything like me, I realized I kind of fell into this um, default of this like, I don't know. I just like, I don't know if it's a productivity thing. I don't know. I have no idea what it was. But basically, I will tell tell my kids no a lot when they want me to come hang out with them. And part of it is because, y'all, I don't like to sit on the ground and play Legos for four hours. You know, I don't like to play Play-Doh for however long. But I've realized that I've really gotten stuck in this like, hey, I'll be out there later. Or no, go play with your brothers. Or yeah, okay, yeah, I'll be out there. And sometimes I don't mean it. Sometimes I'm like, I just want them to forget about it because I don't want to go out there. And sometimes I mean it. Like, oh yeah, I'll be out there in a second. And then two hours go by. And I just woke up, like figuratively speaking, one day when they were outside playing. And I was like, I don't know what the heck I was doing in my kitchen, but I saw them in my backyard. And I just felt like my heart sink. Because I'm like, you know what? They have been asking me to come out and play soccer or football or whatever for like a week straight. And I've always had something else to do. Not necessarily something better, but something else to do. And we talk about generational change here, guys. We talk about the impact of, you know, childhood. And there was this quote somewhere that I read and I posted it on social media and it said something like, I don't know why people act like childhood issues and childhood questions and childhood uh, problems are so small when so many adults sit in therapy for hours because of things that happened in their childhood. And I just, I looked out there and I thought, you know what? This is just being vulnerable. Right now in this season, they have a mother who is literally choosing almost anything over going to play with them. And listen, it's not that I it's not that I don't love them to death because I do, but the truth is I'm like you're fine. You have all three bro- you know you there's four of you. Like all of you guys can go out and play and they play, they can do two, you know, two teams of two and they can play soccer and they can play football and they're out there and they're laughing and they're playing. It's not like they're sitting out there crying. You know, they're like they're playing. They're climbing trees. They're, you know, whatever. Like they're having fun out there. But I'm not out there with them and that is fine. Listen. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to go outside and play with your kid every single time they ask. However, I realized for myself, it was always a no. Because I always had something to do because of this mental freaking list in my head. And so maybe the issue isn't not having fun. Maybe the issue is just figuring out a way to deal with the mental load. But it doesn't matter. And so I remember I just like sat down, whatever the heck I was doing, and I went outside and I played. And you guys, we played for like an hour. And it was so fun. <laughs> it was like my kids are getting older, you know? Like it was so fun to play soccer and football. And we played some uh, flag football and whatever else, you know? And And the fact that I was out there, you could tell just, I mean, it just lit up their whole face. You know, they wanted to be on my team. They wanted me to tackle them. Like they wanted to tell me the play to run for football. They wanted to, you know, whatever. Like they wanted to race me because like I am the celebrity in their life, you know? Like sometimes I think that we don't realize the importance of the role that we play as moms because it's almost like, We have so many responsibilities, like I just talked about with the mental load and whatever else. It's like, I just have to get this done. This is what they need. No, they just need you. And again, we have to do freaking adult things. It's fine. 
but you know what I mean. Like when I stepped foot outside and I left this mental load that I had inside and I was present with my kids, like I was where my feet were. There was just this change in energy between my kids and me. And I hate that my default is to just kind of be productive and like be this little busy bee. And, and I think I, I kind of will say, oh, well, they're fine. They all have each other to play with. And they do. And they're great. Their childhood is great. However, no one can replace the memories that you have playing with your parents, right? And you should have seen their faces. This is embarrassing. Literally, I go out there like, what? Mom's coming out? Like, <laughs> they were so shocked, you know? And I'm like, geez, old Pete's, I suck. Um, but it's like, it's just this huge thing, you know? Like, their mom is out there. And I think I also realized my oldest will be nine in June. I'm like, dang, we're like halfway done with this kid. I mean, I know you don't stop being a mom at nine, but like, or at 18, but still, you know? there's not going to be a ton more years where Noah is going to be like, what? Mom's coming out to play football with us. You know, like he's not going to be like that when he's 16. I mean, I think he's my little, he's my little buddy. So I feel like, you know, we'll have a great relationship, but at some point that relationship and the priorities switch from, you know, your mom is your world to like, you have best friends and your people, you know, which is good and it's healthy. And so like right now, um, I think I realized that this is turning into a whole different episode than I thought it was going to be, but it's okay. Um, but right now I kind of realized that with having so many kids back to back, to back, to back, to back, to back, <laughs> I always have, you know, somebody, I always am wiping a butt, changing a diaper, got a baby on a boob. Like I always have somebody that needs me like crazy. And I think I forgot that my oldest was com- becoming more and more and more independent. Like he's almost nine (laughs) and that makes me really sad. I mean, listen, I love every stage. I've loved every stage, but I think because I've always had a baby around and I'm getting ready to have another one in July, I always feel like I always have someone on me, but I'm realizing that my oldest is becoming very independent and he's growing up. And so it was just this like sobering moment that, okay, (laughs) Yes, you have a lot of like in your face kids with your two year old and your baby that's about to be here, but you also have kids who are independent and need you in a different way. They need you to throw football with them. And they'll say, just counselor wise, therapy wise, kids will open up when you're doing something. So, like sitting down on the couch with them and saying, How was your day? Tell me about your day. What did this person say? How does your, what, like staring at them eyeball to eyeball is like the fastest way to shut them down. The easiest way to open them up is by like throwing a football back and forth or playing basketball or something like that's when conversations really start. And at nine, you know, we're still in that little kid stage, but I I know that as we get into that third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, like these conversations are going to start to get, um, I don't want to say heavier, but you know what I mean? Like they just get a little deeper. And so I feel like if I expect to have the relationship that I want to have with my oldest or my second or my third or my fourth or my fifth, when they are 10, 11, 12, 15, 16, 17, 30, like it starts now. It starts with prioritizing football in the backyard with my eight-year-old. That throwing of the football at eight is going to lend to the throwing of football when you're 13. 
and then when he's 16, and then when he's 18, and then when he's 25, (laughs) right? Like that is going to lay the foundation. And so this episode started with the fact that we need to start waking up. I think think this pandemic really kind of put us all into either survival mode or it was just stressful. It was stressful financially, medically, emotionally, mentally, whatever, right? Like we were all on freaking lockdown, Um, to make, and we were just looking out for our family and doing the best that we absolutely freaking could. And now things are starting to lift and thank you, Jesus, for the better weather (laughs) spring is, is bringing. Um, it's been beautiful here in Cincinnati. And so I guess I just needed to be reminded to kind of wake up, get out of this funk that was the pandemic of 2020 and, you know, to just move forward and to remember to have some fun. And listen, I'm going to transition this, you guys, over into your marriage. Okay. How many of you guys have stopped having fun in your marriage? <laughs> listen, there's only so much Netflix and Mario Kart you can play, you know, like, oh my goodness. Um, Justin and I were like religious with weekly date nights before, uh, before the pandemic hit. And then we just haven't really started those back up because of the pandemic and whatever else. And so, you know, I think a lot of times when you start to kind of feel that like agitation or, you know, whatever, I don't even know what it is. It's typically because you like you forgot to have fun. Like when's the last date night you took? And listen, if you have to do a date night in because of financial issues or, um, you know, you got real little babies or you don't have support around, that's fine. But like something different than your Netflix, or whatever you do every single night, break up the routine, you know, go to a painting class. They have painting classes online now where they send you kits and stuff. Um, you know, go to a cooking class, go go-kart riding. There's a, uh, a, uh, skydiving, indoor skydiving place right by my house. I really want to go like, that would be so fun to take, go on a date night, you know, go back out to your favorite restaurant and get a good margarita, get one for me since I can't have one, the daggone baby. Um, so you know what I mean? Like, don't just have fun with your, with your kids, but also remember to have fun in your marriage and then go out and, you know, call a girlfriend that you haven't talked to in forever. Like we, I have some close, close friends. I haven't seen them in almost a year and we're trying to get something together now. Okay. So we have got to wake up. We've got to start having some fun guys because, oh my goodness, I don't know if you needed that wake up call, but I know in my heart that I needed it. So I just wanted to encourage you to do the same. Drop those dishes if your babies are wanting to play. Obviously get your stuff done if you need to, but if you find yourself being like me where you have defaulted to the no and you have defaulted to the, okay, I'll be out there later. I'll do it later. We'll do it later. And you really either have no intention or you do and you forget. I just would like to bring that back up to the surface and say, go have fun with your babies. Not all the time. None of us love to play Legos on the floor for four hours, but be intentional about making some time. Same thing with your marriage, same thing with your friendships. Okay. All right, guys, I hope that you are enjoying this beautiful weather. I hope you have some beautiful weather wherever you are listening. And if you like this conversation and come back week after week, if you could scroll down a little bit and rate and review this podcast, that would mean so, so much to me. It's kind of my love language when it comes to my podcasting. And I look forward to walking with you to help you find your grit while completely covering you in grace.